Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the show, and welcome to another edition of Prime Sports World and another edition of College Basketball Madness. Till we meet again, because this is the end of the season preview here presented by Prime Sports World. I am your host, Israel Rivera, and before you go ahead with the show, or we go ahead with the show, you guys go ahead and please click, like, share, and subscribe to the Prime Sports World Podcast there at YouTube um, and Facebook uh, as well. Uh, and in case you missed this live um, show, you can catch us on all podcast platforms where podcasts can be heard, and that's Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so you guys... Don't want to miss that content as Pine Sports World has you guys covered 360 degrees around the way um, with the hottest up-to-date content here in the sporting world, ladies and gentlemen. But anyways, what a college basketball season um, that we had um, where we had the UConn Huskies raising the trophy. Raising the trophy, winning the Natty, winning their fourth national championship. Congratulations to the UConn Huskies. Um, what a hell of a season. I mean, we, 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 we've we had very ups and downs. Um, I think the right team won the national championship. This is why we do these things, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we play the tournament because you never know what's going to happen. In, in Purdue getting upset by Fairleigh Dickinson. FAU making it all the way to the Final Four. San Diego State making it all the way to the Final Four um, with you know clutch defense, perimeter defense. Um, but I think all in all, when I look at the field and I look at what the teams, what the field, what the field had left to play with, I think when you look at the Elite Eight, it starts with the Elite Eight. You know, I think UConn is the strongest team out of all those teams, the most balanced team. You know, Adam Sanoga, Jordan Hawkins, those boys. Um, I think UConn was, you know, Andre Jackson, you know, all those guys. Klingman, Klingman, Donovan Klingman, that's another guy. You know, step right, you know, is the Adam Sanoga's uh, replacement, you know, um, backup. But what I mean to say is, is that, when a team like that has size, they have perimeter, uh, good perimeter play, they play well on defense, they can move well without the ball. Um, they were the most balanced team, most well-coached team. Um, even though, um, you know, I, I did like the way some other teams were playing down the stretch, you know, other than UConn, but UConn was right up there with Duke. You know, when it came to like being hot in the tournament, like that, you know, they they were hot. So um shout out to UConn, shout out to San Diego State for making it all the way to the national championship. Um we know Brian Dutcher, uh his longtime assistant uh, you know, coach for Steve Fisher. You know, he's been on the sideline of Final Fours and National Championships before as an assistant. Um, but this was the first time he, you know, got got there as a head coach. And so, um, but a hell of a head coach. Um, I, I would say this team is kind of reminiscent of what the team that could have been that would have been the second seed two years ago had it not been for COVID and, and cancellation of the tournament. 
Um, you know, obviously you lose a couple pieces. Um, you know, there's some guys that are coming back, but you know, that team's still a top 25 team coming in the next year. Um, and FAU, you know, everybody's pretty much coming back. That team's going to be a top. I, I have high hopes for FAU, um, you know, coming into next season. So what a hell of a season uh, to end. I mean, the more dominant teams that we saw on a nightly basis, like UCLA, they didn't make it into the final. Houston didn't make it into Alabama. You know, uh, you know, all those teams. I mean, Kansas, you know, Arizona got upset in the, the first round. You know, um, I mean, all those teams. I mean, just didn't you know those 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 top ten caliber teams. You know, just didn't 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 make it all the way. Um, I, I mean, I had Houston and Alabama in one of my brackets making it all the way to the national championship. They didn't even make it to the Elite Eight, Final Four. You know, so what a hell of a season! What a hell of a way to end the season! Um, you know, and UConn. I mean, just what a hell of a dominant run. Um, when it comes to, you know, dominant teams, I mean, this team is compared to the 2009 Tar Heels team, you know, they averaged the, uh, 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 uh points differential of, of 20 points per game, you know, um, in terms of, you know, what they've won by. So, you know, that UConn team was, had a dominant run. They were dominant all tournament. They were dominant to the end of the season and, uh, you know, national champs. There you go. Moving on to the way too early top 25 um, for prime sports world. Uh, I know, you know, it, it's a little too early to, to come out with our rankings here, but, you know, here at prime sports world, we're going to keep you covered. We're going to keep you locked so you can look out for these teams um, by the time next college basketball season happens. And number one, we got UConn. Um, yeah. UConn possibly could get a Domo Sonoga back. I know Andre Jackson's probably coming back. Clint, Donovan Klingon's coming back. They have a top four recruiting class led by Stephen Castle. That's you know that's going to be a hell of a uh, that's going to be a hell of a, a team for UConn. Their recruiting class is num- like I said, it's number four in the nation. They have three top one hundred guys: Stephen Castle, Solomon Bell, Jalen Stewart. Those guys got all ESPN top one hundred guys right there, um, and you know rightfully so. UConn, if, if they could bring back some of the experience with some of that that class from that number four recruiting class, um, it's going to be something else. Uh, number two, we got Marquette. Um, yeah, all five starters pretty much coming back, led by Tyler Kolick. Um, I, you know, Marquette's a team that's a top five team. I think they should be a, a top five team next year. I got them here slotted at number two. Um, so if you have any problems with any of these um, – picks in the top 25 go ahead and please let me know in the comment section ladies and gentlemen um here comes duke at number three um yeah no i think duke you know you know is gonna have a hell of a a, a team next year john shire has put together a hell of a recruiting class they got three five stars coming in three guys that are ranked in the top 35 um you know you probably got jeremy roach pretty much i, I you know he's on the mend if he's gonna go to the nba or come back I think he comes back. I know Derek Whitehead is leaving. Kyle Fukowski and Derek Lively probably leaving. Uh, but you still got Tyrese Proctor and Mark Mitchell coming back. So Duke Blue Devils are really in uh, uh, great shape for next year. I think they're a top three team. John Shire continues to build that you know great team that that 
Coach K, um, you know, the the foundation that Coach, you know, built on a foundation that Coach K left him. Uh, so, yeah, a great recruiting class coming in. I think Duke's going to be a hell of a team. Watch out for um, – you know, you know, watch out for you know, you know, a couple, couple guys, especially, you know, especially like Jeremy Roach. You know, he he had a hell of a end to the last season. I think he comes out this season, you know, early and and and, and shocks some people as like a sleeper for you know national deep um, national player of the year. Um, and then you know, they're one of the top freshmen. You got Sean Stewart, Mackenzie Mbako. That those guys should be day one probably rotation starters right away. Um, and number four, we got Kentucky. Kentucky has the number one recruiting class in the nation. They got the pizzazz. They got the guys coming back. DJ Wagner. They got the number one player in the nation, Justin Edwards. They have number one and number two uh, player in the nation, Robert Dillingham coming in. Those three guys should form the best uh, backcourt, you know, wing backcourt combination, like dynamic in the nation. One of the best. Um you got Aaron Bradshaw, Craig Livingston. Aaron Bradshaw's the number four player in the nation. So they got the number one, number two, number four player. So they got three guys in the ESPN, uh, three guys in the top 10, uh, four guys in the top 15 in ESPN 100 recruiting class. So they got four five stars on this team. And, uh, the, you know, you can't you can't argue with talent. And then we don't know if Oscar Tachibwe, he could still come back. He's only a junior, but he could still come back. If he comes back, this team with Oscar Tashiwe could be like probably I would say out of UConn market. I would like that team to be number one team in the nation when it comes down to it at the end of the year. I think they get a number one seed in the tournament next year if Oscar Tashiwe could come back. But even if he doesn't, just having those four guys, five star recruits, it should make Kentucky a top ten team next year, regardless. And, and 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 I got high hopes for DJ Wagner and Justin Edwards. I like I I think the, the, those guys are projected lottery picks. They got four projected lottery, especially Dillingham, Edwards, uh, Wagner, Aaron. I mean, all four of those guys are projected top fifteen picks in the NBA draft. If if John Calipari can't get those guys to the Sweet Sixteen, at least I don't know what to tell you. Especially with DJ Wagner. And Robert Dillingham at, at point guard at the one and the two. I mean, it's going to be bananas. DJ, I think DJ Wagner could be the number one player in the nation next year as a freshman. That's that's how that's how high hopes I got um, for this Kentucky team, this, this Kentucky recruiting class next year. That's how high hopes I got for that this Kentucky recruiting class next year. Moving on, number five, I got uh, Michigan State. They got the number three recruiting class in the nation, man. Michigan State, uh, real solid. And then you got A.J. Hogger coming back. Um, Jaden Nakins coming back. Um, you know, adding Jeremy Fears, hometown kid from us, man. Joliet, Illinois. Jeremy Fears, number 20 in the ESPN top 100, top 20 recruit. Then they're adding Xavier Brooker at number uh, number the number seven recruit in the nation as well. Michigan State should be a top ten team next year. Uh, and number seven, I got the Kansas. Uh, number six, I got the Kansas Jayhawks. They got the number five recruiting class coming in uh, with Dewan Harris probably coming back um, as well uh, to run the show there at the uh, at the point. Uh, and then you know, obviously, you know. Um, Obviously, there's, you know, other guys that could step up, you know, K.J. Adams, uh, Marco Jackson, 
Chris Johnson. Uh, those are the top, you know, El Marco Jackson, Chris Johnson, the top 100 recruit guys, uh, number 22 and number 35 in the nation, according to ESPN. So Michigan's uh, the Kansas is going to be a, a solid, solid team uh, next year. Um, and then, you know, at, you know, with KJ Adams, the growth of KJ Adams had 10 points last year as a sophomore. I expect him to you know possibly double that production. Very talented kid. I think the Kansas Jayhawks are definitely um, prime position to be a top 10 team. I know they're losing great dig in Jalen Wilson, uh, but I think Kansas Jayhawks, all they do is reload, baby. All they do is reload. And number seven, I got the Arizona Wildcats. Um, this is assuming that Azulis Chabulis, uh Chubelis comes back uh, to Tucson. Um, him and Omar Bello would be just – they would probably form the best front court in the nation uh, there. The one thing that lacks about Arizona, I mean, they probably will hit the transfer portal a little bit, but one thing I say about Arizona, they lack a recruiting class. I mean, they, the recruiting class is, is, is they lack a top 10 recruiting class. They're ranked number 68. That's something that I really am not used to. Like as an Arizona, as a college basketball fan, I mean, Arizona is usually pretty solid. Uh, at bringing in talent. So uh, for them to have a number 68 recruiting class, uh, they don't have a, they lack a top 10, top 20 recruiting class. They had, they got a couple four-star guys coming in, but um, yeah, Arizona, Arizona uh, is going to have to rely on experience next year. Um, and number eight, I got FAU. Um, they're bringing in all five guys led by John L. Davis coming back. I think FAU is a top 10 team next year, ladies and gentlemen. And it's one of the teams in, when, when I look at, the blue bloods, right? I got my top set, and, and and I throw in like Houston, and I throw in Creighton, and I throw in you know possibly, uh, you know could possibly throw in do like San Diego State or something. When I look at teams that could possibly be in the top ten that are that are you know not in the ACC, the Big Ten, the SEC, the Big Twelve, right? FAU is the top 10 team, ladies and gentlemen. They are a top 10 team, ladies and gentlemen. That bunch won 35 games next year. They're going to win. They probably may go undefeated next year. FAU. Let's see what their non-conference schedule looks like. Um, at number nine, I got Houston. Um, they got a top 20 recruiting class, um, number 18. And uh, Jamal Sheed should be coming back. Jamal Sheed, uh, you know, should be, you know, a player mentioned on the list for National Player of the Year. I think he takes a step up. Uh, you got Terrence Arsenault coming back as well. Um, Manuel Sharp uh, coming back. Those are, you know, um, those are rotational guys that are coming back that uh, probably should take a step, step up for Calvin Sampson there uh, in Houston at number nine. At number 10, we got the Creighton Blue Jays um, there. Uh, big transfer uh, coming in. Uh, former top 60 player in Virginia chance for Isaac Trout uh, coming in. Um, Baylor Shearman, Ryan Cogbrunner, that's going to, they're going to, you know, miss those the guys next year. Uh, but they are coming back with, you know, Ryan Nembard, who was in my national player of the year list, Trey Alexander and Arthur Kaluma. Um, Arthur Kaluma should be coming back as well. So Creighton Blue Jays are a top 10 team uh, next year. Definitely a top 10 team. Uh, at number 11, we got uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, you know, they're going to be losing Noah Clowney and Brandon Miller, uh, big time names to the draft. Um, Javon Quinn, Elisa Sean, Namari Barnett, he's transferring to Michigan. Uh, so, you know, the, you know, 
Nate Oates has got his work cut out to kind of put a top five group in together. Jaquan Wilden transferred in from Wichita State. He averaged 13 points per game. Uh, Mark Sears is coming back uh, for the Alabama Crimson Tide. So, you know, this is a team, you know, Charles Bediaco should be coming, it should be, is coming back for the Alabama Crimson Tide. So, this is a team that has some guys coming back, but their main pieces are leaving. So, they take a fall out the top 10, but. This team could, could be lingering back into the top 10 as the season goes on, but I got them at number 11. At number 12, Colorado. This is my sleeper uh, right here, uh, you know, to get into the top 10, possibly in the top five by the time the season's over with. I love what they did uh, with, you know, bringing in Eddie Lampkin, uh, a center from TCU's, a rim protector. Um, if they can, you know, get KJ Simpson, Tristan De Silva back, Cody Williams is a potential lottery pick. He's probably one of the best recruits to come in to Colorado. Um, they put all of that together. Um, watch out. Watch out for the with the, for the Pac-12 of Colorado. I like what um I like what they've done there uh there up there in Colorado. So, um Colorado number 12. And number 13 I got Miami uh could possibly be returning. Um Isaiah Wong got Nigel Pack Norcia Omier, uh, Wooga Popular coming back. All those guys, you know, Jordan Miller is going to be gone. But, you know, all those guys coming back. If Isaiah Wong comes back as dynamic as he is, I think this team could be possibly lingering around the top 10 as well. But Jim Lerinegi still has a, a lot of talent coming back here for the Miami Hurricanes. So watch out for Miami at number 14, at number 13. At number 14, I got the Arkansas Razorbacks um, here. Rounding out my top 14, um, you know, they bring in a, 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 a dynamic bunch, uh, especially, you know, they have a top 30 recruiting class as well coming in, uh, led by Layden Blocker, who's a number 26 in ESPN top 100. Uh, but with Devontae Davis coming back, a healthy Trayvon Brazil, um, they got, you know, a, you know, two top 30 guys in Bay, you know, they got Bayfall at the center position. Uh, he should be a, a day one starter there. He's a, a, a top 20. Uh, ESPN 100 guy. So, you know, this Arkansas Razorbacks team, you know, is definitely, you know, something to watch out for. And especially if like Jordan Walsh and Ricky Conso somehow return to Arkansas, this team could possibly be ahead of, you know, Creighton or something in the top 10 here uh, in the rankings when it's all said and done. So watch out for Arkansas next year. I got them at number 14. Ladies and gentlemen, and then to move uh, move along a little bit quicker here, uh, I got number fifteen USC here slotted. Um, you know they bring in the number three recruit in the nation, Isaiah Collier, uh, bringing back Kobe Johnson, uh, Trey White, Josh Morgan. Uh, you know some of those rotational guys there in USC uh, back there again at number fifteen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, and number 16, we got Purdue. They should be bringing back most of their starters, uh, minus Zach Eady. Uh, so expect Purdue, um, to continue the same success that they had uh last year, led by Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer. Uh, you know, Purdue should be uh, a solid top 20 in the top 20 next year, not if not the top 10, uh, when, the, when it's all said and done. And number 17, we got Texas, and then number 18, Texas, number 19, UNC Armando Bacot. Coming back, him and R.J. Davis uh, makes UNC, you know, a top 20 team next year. Um, you know, and they add a young piece in Simeon Weicher, number 27 in the ESPN Top 100. Uh, this should be a team that, you know, can contend next year. I, I definitely have hopes they should make the tournament next year. Definitely they should make the tournament 
uh, next year. Number 20, we got the Baylor, um, Baylor Bears. Uh, yeah, Keontae George gone. Um, Adam Flagler, we don't know LJ Cryer. We don't know if they're entering the transfer portal yet. Um, but they do have two top 50 ESPN 100 recruits here. Good recruiting class. Another top 30 recruiting class coming in for the Baylor Bears. They should be a top 20 team next year. Uh, at number 21, we got Gonzaga. Number 22, at San Diego State. And you know what? Let me go back to Gonzaga. Because at number 21, we got Gonzaga. This is the first year post-Drew post Timmy. It's been like forever since, uh, you know, we mentioned, you know, we haven't mentioned like Drew Timmy playing for Gonzaga. He'll be moving on. Uh, but they'll be bringing back Nolan Hickman, Malachi Smith, adding in the top 50 uh, recruit and Dusty Stromer at number 40 in the ESPN Top 100. So Gonzaga is be a top 20 team next year when it's all said and done. Um, but, yeah, the first without Drew Timmy, what a hell of a career to close out into a new beginning with Drew Timmy. At number 22, we got San Diego State. Um, yeah, no, this team, you know, should be, you know, the Lamont Butler's coming back, Michael Parrish, Miles Hyde all coming back. Uh, you know, this team should be, uh, you know, primed and ready to be in the top 25 once again with the good experience. At number 23, Aiden Mahaney coming back definitely. He was a hell of a, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do uh, from freshman year to sophomore year for St. Mary's. Um, they got some guys coming back as well, um, along with Aiden Mahaney. Uh, and then they add, they, you know, it's intriguing because they add a top 100 player at number 97 in Jordan Ross, number 97 in ESPN top 100. Um, that's going to be interesting. Jordan Ross, a, a top 100 recruit uh, and uh, point guard. For St. Mary's, so that should be dynamic with him, Aiden Mahami, Michael Saxon, all uh, Aiden Mahami and Michael Saxon both coming back. Uh, Jordan Ross is, you know, adds a new dynamic for St. Mary's. I got them locked in at number twenty-three, at number twenty-four. I got the Tennessee Volunteers. Um, you know, basically the whole the whole seniors, all the seniors, Santiago Viscovi, Josiah Jordan James, all gone. Um, Olivier um, Kamua gone. Euros Plasvich. Probably gone, you know, everybody gone <laughs> for Tennessee. Um, so you know, you, you, Rick Barnes has his work cut out, but they'll still be a top 25 team with Zakai Ziegler, uh, Jemai Mashik, Jonas Idu, uh, all coming back, and then they'll probably hit the transfer porter as well. I'm not worried about uh, the Tennessee Volunteers, they'll definitely be a top 25 team. They still have a lot of talent, one of the best coaches in the NCAA, uh, and then running out the top 25, I got. The Ohio State Buckeyes, the Ohio State Buckeyes, running out the top 25. Um, yeah, for everybody that doesn't know, Ohio State has a hell of a recruiting class. They have the a top 10 recruiting class uh, coming in. Uh, they have several guys that um, you know should be should be coming back. Rotational pieces that should be coming back. They have the number eight recruiting class uh, coming in. Four, three four stars. Uh, coming into that program next year. So all of those guys should be day one type of guys uh, for Ohio State. So look, I look forward to seeing Ohio State, um, you know, kind of rock. And then some teams on the outside looking in, uh, UCLA definitely losing a lot, uh, you know, with Adam, with Adam Bona and uh, Amari Bailey, uh, obviously Jaden Clark, Hama Hekes out the door, Tyler Campbell out the door. Um but, you know, with, you know, guys like, you know, Sebastian Mack coming in, Devin Williams coming in, those guys, two top 100, ESPN top 100 guys. Uh, I think Mick Cronin, um, you know, would definitely, you know, get the best out of his guys 
so they'll be leaning on the top 25. Boise State should be a top 25 team. Auburn should be a top 25 team next year. So look out for all those teams um, next year uh, in our way too early top 25 uh, provided by Prime, provided um, presented by Prime Sports World, ladies and gentlemen. And then this is our Prime Sports World way too early National Player of the Year watch. I got Adama Sonogo from UConn. Um, he could opt out and go to the draft, um, but I'm just this is my list. Just you know, him coming back to school and everything like that. Um, he's number one on the list if he does come back to school. And number two, I got DJ Wagner, number two player in the nation coming in from Kentucky. I think DJ Wagner is flat out special. He is flat out special. Um, so watch out for DJ Wagner this year on the National Player of the Year. Watch. Uh, number three, I got John L. Davis from FAU. He had a magical run last year. He's the best player on FAU. He, um, you know, watch out for his uh, continued success this year as he takes another step up. I do believe John L. Davis uh, can double some of his uh, output next year. And number four, Azula Shabulis, uh from Arizona. He could opt out as well. Same position as Adama Sonogo from UConn. Uh, he should be a national play on um, national player of the year watch as well. Number five, Justin Edwards, DJ Wagner's teammate, number one player in the nation. Very smooth at the three uh, from Kentucky can can handle it, can shoot it. Uh, these two guys should be top five, top ten picks in the NFL. They should be lottery picks in the NBA draft. Uh, so watch out for Justin Edwards on the national player of the year watch. And number six, Jamal Sheaf from Houston. Number seven, Ryan Nemhard from Creighton. Um, yeah, Andrew Nemhard's little brother. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Nemhard, man, he can flat out shoot it. I think he'll take a next step up for Creighton. Uh, watch out for Nano, not Ryan Nemhard on National Player of the Year watch. And uh, running out my top eight in the National Player of the Year watch is Cody Williams from Colorado, the number six player in the, in the nation. I think when it's all said and done, Cody Williams I, could possibly be fighting with DJ Wagner to be the best player in the nation, uh, you know, coming out in the NBA. I think Justin Edwards has a lot. You know, he's already the number one guy, so – He'll be, you know, looking to pick and prod some of his stuff. I think Justin Edwards, you know, him, DJ Wagner, and Cody Williams would definitely be the top three college guys, in my opinion, coming out next year as freshmen. Um, diaper dandies, baby. The diaper dandies, baby. Yes, Cody Williams right now my top eight from Colorado. I got three freshmen in my National Player of the Year watch. Uh, so, guys, don't want to miss out uh, for that next year. Don't miss out for those players. Go ahead and – YouTube, some of their highlights, man. You know, some of these guys, man, they they can hoop out here, man. So you guys better, you know, be, be caught up. So, you know, next year you're ahead of the eight ball. Uh, but anyways, that's been a hell of a show. It's been a hell of a season. Um, until we meet again, ladies and gentlemen, college basketball this year, the 2022-2023 season has come to an end, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sad to see it go. But uh, next time we come back with some college content, it'll be a college football showdown here, with, hopefully with my main man, Christian Simpson, here uh, as we cover the college football season for the 2023-2024 season. Um, and probably adding a MLB show to cover this slot, ladies and gentlemen, so you don't want to miss out on the MLB content that we'll probably be bringing here at Prime Sports World, keeping you here covered and locked in here. 360 degrees, bring in the heat, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, go ahead and please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast there at Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. And in case you missed this live feed, you 
and catch us at all the platforms where podcasts can be heard. That's Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So you don't want to miss that hot content that uh, Prime Sports World brings to you, keeping you locked in with all the up-to-date content here in the sports world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but anyways, it's been a lovely, uh, lovely show. And uh, till we meet again, good afternoon, good evening. And good night, ladies and gentlemen. Sayonara, suckers.